Welcome to the Serendipitous Rebel Podcast. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is for the adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. And just like you, we are trying to figure shit out. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. And welcome to what is the season finale of season one of the Serendipitous Rebel podcast. Hi, I'm Wendy Guth, and thank you so much for joining us over the past, let's see, 16 episodes. Mm-hmm. We really, really enjoyed our time and, well, not only excited about starting season two, but just wrapping up today. <laughs> Before I go any further, I must introduce my compatriot and my partner in crime. What was it saying compatriot? Wow, I can't even sure where that word came from. My pa- I like it though. Yeah. Um, I like, I think I like partner in crime better. Yeah. Yeah. It's more fun. It's more mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> Rebellious even. Rebellious yeah. even. Rebellious partner in crime, <laughs> Crystal Eicher. Let's start off by telling a little secret that we decided to actually do this episode about an hour or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. Via we- Voxer conversation. Exactly. We were having a really intense Voxer conversation And Wendy said, I think this needs to be a podcast. And I said, well, I'm game if you are. And we thought not only was it an important topic to talk about, but what a great way to wrap up season one. Yeah, exactly. You know, we've we've dug into a lot that has to do with just kind of like what what's the shit we've been what we've been dealing with or what's running through our minds and and also digging into what hopefully is beneficial information on coaching and running a business and all of that good stuff so we thought we could wrap it in a bow maybe today maybe sort of but we're not going anywhere because season two is launching (laughs) very very close so we're gonna wrap it but you're gonna unwrap it just as quickly what happened this morning is I'm a little I was out of town and and I got back and I was a little behind on the kind of like it would be quiet industry news there is a story that was going around about a very okay I will be the judge of this and say very well respected coach Mm -hmm. who has had her and and honestly this was the impetus for one of our other podcasts that talked about when do you share how do you share you know that kind of thing Mm -hmm. about your personal life news had had been I don't know leaked or something or I, I don't know about more about this particular person's personal life in a sense that was meant to say, oh no, you can't, you wouldn't want to have her as a coach because of crazy shit that happened in her life when she was in her twenties, which of course set us into this, oh my God, I can't even begin to tell you what I did at 20 and 22. And oh my God, God, social media was not around in my twenties. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Hey, every time I hear, you know, brown eyed girl, I think of, oh my Lord. It's, 
another time, another podcast episode. And I think about what I look for, you know, when I'm looking for a coach Mm -hmm. or a consultant or a mentor, and I can promise you what they did in their early twenties absolutely does not fly on my radar screen and it has no impact today. Now, I'm sure there are other people who are different mm-hmm. and run in, you know, have different, have different values, different morals, different principles. Hey, that's the beauty, I think, of this, actually this entire world. Because mm-hmm. as long as we can agree to disagree on things, mm-hmm. you do you. Yep. I think that when it comes to looking at who I'm going to work with in the online space and what parts of their lives matter and what parts of their credentials matter, I think that in an overarching world, I do look for value alignment with people Mm -hmm. for the most part. But I think that we are all human. We have all made mistakes. And in this particular instance, this person was a victim of something that happened to them, okay, of a very traumatic, thing happened to them. What is coming out of the woodwork right now are a lot of her competitors, funny enough, are coming out and attacking her and saying that she is no longer qualified because of statements she made while being a victim of an abuse. And now that some way makes her unqualified to be the business coach, mentor, expert that she is now. I think what pissed us off more than anything about this is one, I think that because she's a woman, she's being targeted differently than she would be if she were a man Mm -hmm. Two, it's nobody's freaking business at the end of the day. And three, what we all did in our twenties or said, or did when we were not as wise, not as mature, not as seasoned, I don't think should be held against us 20 years later especially when we have proven Mm -hmm. and this person has proven her capacity for growth change. And clearly those statements that she made 20 years ago, she does not agree with, but I think we live in a very quick cancel culture too. It's a whole other different thing. I would throw in the fact that it's the individuals, if, you know, and I'm sort of, I'm more removed from this, but from what I can see, the individuals or who are perpetuating the this rumor mill and and this nasty gossip actually are truly inauthentic in terms mm-hmm. of how they handle their business i just it's just really inauthentic and it it's just hmm and it always makes me think glass houses throw stones all that kind of stuff and of course being and it does go definitely go back to the fact that I think that you treat women, we the, the world treats women differently. I agree. And unfairly. And I think this is why a lot of women do not stick it out in a lot of business environments because they receive attacks or they receive, they beget, they become easy targets for a lot of things that we would not necessarily target a man on. And I think this is what really launched the idea of we need to put this on a podcast was you and I were talking this morning about how I watched this person whom I really admire. She's a, she's on my dream 100 list. 
She's, I'm in many of her programs and in her coaching programs. And when I see her get attacked the way she is, it makes me hesitate stepping out into the world as well. It makes me hesitate to use my voice because, oh my gosh, look at how much she is getting beat up. And do I really want to go through that? And then that pisses me off in a completely different way. (laughs) Why should that even be a factor? And why am I internalizing that in my own way? And how many other people are doing that as well? And I truly do believe that the more female voices that we continue to silence in this world, the worse off we are. Oh, there is no question. There is no question. And especially individuals who are, you know, we have our brand is built around values, strengths, purpose. All those things are squelched if you are unable to share. And you don't have to, sh- you can share whatever you want. You know, it, it's a personal thing. But if you're unable to share pieces of your story or whatever, because you're afraid of what other people are, you know, the pushback you're gonna re- going to receive. Mm-hmm. And if you're successful, the just bloody nastiness of it. It's like, you know, it makes me think of like politics today. Good Lord. This is an entrepreneur who has figured out a way to break through the bromance, you know, bro, whatever, bro marketing, bro marketing. The whole, that garbage and to speak to women. And now because she's successful, she's being frankly shit upon. And the fact that she was the victim uh, anyway. Ooh, da, 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 da. Try it, but, and, and it just, it really makes me, it, well, it makes me incredibly angry and, and, and just, and really just disgusted as a woman, we're supposed as a woman, I, I want to see, and we need to see women support each other, not, and, and I'm not saying, and, and actually, if I understand correctly, the impetus for this, this gossip mongering is probably more male originated. Heaven forbid a woman surpass a man in, (laughs) in success on business. Well, and I think you said something on today. I said, it's time to circle the wagons. I think that's a hundred percent, right? I think that when you see women being attacked in the online space and it is unjust, Mm -hmm. I think we have a responsibility to step in and defend one another. I think that that people have their capacity to be cruel on the internet absolutely blows my mind. And we have talked about this in past podcasts, but also we hear it from our own clients and our own coaching clients that they are worried about putting their stories out there because of backlash they will get from either public or from family or for other things. Ultimately, we know that if these particular clients don't share their story. It is a disservice to the world, to their community, to women, to all of the things. But how many of us are silencing our own stories or silencing what it is that we want to share with the world? And therefore, by extension, silencing our gifts and our cure for those things that we have learned along the way, Mm -hmm. because we are scared of backlash like this. Exactly. 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 I think about how, you know, it starts with our ability not to judge, our ability to be open, our ability to be compassionate. 
and empathetic. No, not one, none of us can ever truly walk in another person's shoes. The fact that we judge people as if we could do whatever it is in whatever situation, we all have our crosses to bear, whether you feel you're privileged or whatever, we all, as, as my mother used to say, we all have our own shtick to judge people, but, and especially decisions. It's funny because you and I ran through a couple of our really, yeah, and we'll spare everybody, but just really? some of our fun stuff, the college, post-college, you know, and, and the thing is, it's that the beauty of it, and this is one of the things I think about when I look to hire a coach or consultant, I want someone who has the maturity of life experience, mm-hmm. that they have been through life, have, have had lots of experiences, and really have learned from them. That's really important to me. Someone who doesn't, who, who, to me, who hasn't had life experiences, and they could be, you know, you like, you hope that most life experiences are really good, mm-hmm. but in not all the cases, they, that's not always, always the case. It's that you have these life experiences that you can share and that comes with age. And I agree. I think that being able to extend grace to people, I think about when you and I were going through a really tough season, you said to me, we could do this, but it does not align with our values. Other people being nasty, other people being hard gives us the opportunity to lean into our values and rise above Mm -hmm. and do better. And I think if more people could practice that, Mm -hmm. and those were decisions that came from being seasoned, from being wiser, from being older and wiser and knowing, okay, this is how we are going to respond. This is how we're going to walk this back. This is how we're going to proceed allows us to be better entrepreneurs. It allows us to keep our empathy. I think so many people that have that capacity for cruelty online and in the world have just let go of their empathy and let go of their ability to feel for other people. And I love that we're able to do that in not just in our business and our partnership, but our life as well. But I think that I looked at this situation of this person being attacked and the person doing the attacking has clearly lost that ability for empathy and for compassion. And I would go back even further to to the whole concept of being an inauthentic person Mm -hmm. in general, aggressively inauthentic person to begin with. Not everyone, everyone's meant to work with everyone. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's the beauty of the world because we're all different. But as you just said, you have to have, there's certain qualities that you want to connect with a person. You want to be able to say, oh, I want to work with this person or, oh, even better yet, I want to work with this person. Oh, I want to be this person's friend, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I'm at a loss. I'm really at a loss. Yeah. Well, and even a step further, I will align myself with the people that I want to work with. I will comment on their posts. I will engage with them. You will try to build relationships Likewise, for people that I do not want relationships with, or I do not want them to be my coach, I just leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't troll their sites. I don't leave negative comments or reviews. It's more of just, oh, what is the phrase you always tell me? Oh, go gesunter Hague. Yes. That was my mom's good. Yes. That's, that's Yiddish. And what it means is go be well, just get the fuck out of my life. (laughs) 
No, she never <laughs> used that word though. She never used the curse word part of it. But yes, yes your mother was a nicer person than I am. <laughs> and much nicer person than I was. But yeah, it's just go, you know, have a good life, do your own thing, just stay out of mine and leave me alone. I think that's exactly what it is to go on some negative bashing spree. It just seems crazy. You know, it just seems crazy to me, but yeah, if your marketing strategy is to launch a negative campaign against your competitors, there's probably some inward reflection that needs to be taking place on where it is you are in the online space. Instead, I would encourage you to do the things we coach our clients through, which is, do you have a solid foundation? Do you have a purpose? Do you have a, do you have a good values and strength set that you're leaning on? And then solidify your offer, solidify your copy, solidify your design. And that's what will make you successful in business. Exactly. Hmm? And, and, you know, and build a system around that. And build a system around it. But don't, you don't need to negatively bash the competition to be successful. You know, what's so, what what is sort of mind boggling to me, a couple of things. One is, this is a huge planet. Even if you could attract every single person who could be an ideal client would you really have the time and the inclination to do that unless you're trying to build some incredible empire okay and those people put aside so there there's that and the other thing is that we are all unique and how do you you can't really sell yourself based on the neg- the negative you know negative stuff about other people uh, it's just, it really, that part is especially mind boggling to me because really ultimately what we all do is unique only because we're doing it. Mm-hmm. And even if you're selling a product to a large extent, this product that this woman sells, I immediately switched to this product, even, even as rebel on the go because of her messaging, because mm-hmm. of her purpose because of what she was selling, not because some, some dude said <laughs> that, that it was terrible. The very fact that, and, and actually, I don't think he's, that's not what he's saying. He's saying she's the bad person or the problem yeah. is her. And yeah, that even flies even less with me. You know, that really flies even less with me. I think that, you know, for entrepreneurs, for female entrepreneurs out there, people throw stones, people throw mm-hmm. stones. And hopefully you're in a community that will deflect those stones and stand up for you. Because you know, the kinds of community that don't are called cults. <laughs> well, well, yeah. and if you're part of a cult, usually when you leave the cult community, what is the, I think it's like the, the signs you're in a cult is like, you know, you get all the warm and love. Until warm fuzzies until you leave. And when you leave, they're either incredibly cold or they go on the attack. Yeah. Which is so crazy. And that's gross. And we don't want to be part of a cult. We want to be part of the community and collaborative and And have support. Exactly. Exactly. And as an entrepreneur, realize that sometimes when, when people make you uncomfortable, it may be because you hit on something. I don't, and I don't bash, I don't bash men. I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I love my husband. I love like, we're married to a couple really nice ones. Yeah. You know, yes. And there are, 
and there's actually millions and billions of fantastic. So this is not this is not about man bashing, but it is about building a circle of other, you know, female entrepreneurs who are super supportive are there for you when you need it. And that I think is, is super important. And I've known, and I've, I've realized through my, through my career, even before the online space, how important these relationships are. So. Yeah, because I think that there's things that, so one of the things we talked about this morning as well, was I said, when you think about that double standard, Mm-hmm. And you think about the imposter syndrome we bring in to our roles as women on in mm-hmm. online business. Almost every woman I know goes through a really hard season of imposter syndrome, either when launching their business or in the running of their business. Then we see situations like this, as I said before, and I think, oh my gosh, if this could happen to her, this could definitely happen to me. Or if they're challenging her expertise or her authority in this space, then who the hell am I to bring authority and expertise into this space? And I think that's so funny because my husband has never, ever wondered if he has the authority or the ability to operate in this space. When he made career changes, when he made a giant pivot, he never worried if he had the capability or the know-how to do that position. In fact, he even admitted on day one, he's like, I have no idea what I'm doing. He was building the plane on the runway. He never held back though and worried about speaking up in meetings or adding to the conversation. And he never worried about his ability to learn that. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, I have invested thousands of dollars in courses to feel like I have expertise or worth in this space only to find out that I spent thousands of dollars on courses to learn shit I already knew. I know. Well, (laughs) and I, you know, and we're not actually married to the same person, but very similar men. Mm -hmm. It's funny though, because, and I've, I've read this somewhere, I can't remember where, but when a man applies for a job, he applies for jobs. He thinks he can do maybe 10% of it, 20%, you know, he's like, I got this, Uh, you know, and basically I'll learn as I go along. When a woman applies for a job, if she doesn't know hundred percent, or actually I think it was more like 80%, she's like, I'm not qualified. I think that that's, it's sad Mm -hmm. because we don't give ourselves more credit Mm. for what we are capable of doing. You know, many of us, give birth to children that don't have manuals. <laughs> did your kids come with a manual? Mine did. They didn't. I, mine got lost on the way. I, you know, I never even got to attend a Lamaze class or a birthing yeah. class and they still let me take them home. Oh my, exactly. You know, exactly. There's something instinctual in us that means, you know, we, we have intuition, we have empathy. There's so many, you know, skills that we have as women that we don't give ourselves credit for. And, and yeah, the whole thing with imposter syndrome, I, I think we all suffer from it. I think that one of the things that I think we do in, with our coaching is how do you get over Because that's a speed bump. That's, a, that's <laughs> a speed bump. How do you get over that speed bump as fast as you can and keep going? You know, mm-hmm. it's a little jostle you a little bit, but let's just keep moving. I think it, in that particular case, it goes back to having, you know, knowing what your strengths are, knowing what your, your, you know, where you stand with your skills and your values 
and also, you know, your purpose. And I, I think that what ultimately sort of to bring this around back to my getting off on a little tangent there, so sorry, is that this woman has an incredible purpose mm -hmm. and she has the vision. Mm -hmm. And, and I agree to see somebody, oh, mm, shit on that really does make me angry, really does make mm -hmm. me angry. I don't, I think this is going to be a blip on the screen and hopefully maybe we'll backfire. That would be nice. Would, I would love to see that happen. I mean, it made me double down on our purchases from this person and our subscriptions to this person's products. And it's funny because I just created a, a training video to promote this person's products actually for our clients. And I will double down on that all the live long day now as well, because it is time to circle the wagons and it is time to promote the things we love. I, I've said that before. You can promote the things you love without bashing the things you hate. You can have forward momentum on your own products and services without taking down the competition. In fact, community over competition at yeah. all the live long day. That's one of our values is we don't really pay too much attention to who our competitors are or who is in the other space, who, who occupies the space with us, because we know we can't service every single client. We know that not every client is a good fit for us. Mm -hmm. And we know that a rising tide rises all boats. So if I can refer business to this coach, they can refer business to us because we all serve different purposes. We all have different lanes. So I just think there's huge amounts of potential all the way around. If you can operate under that philosophy and if you can't, then stick it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Oops. I know. I was like, no, it's just perfect. Yeah. I was going to say, go, go F yourself, but stick it was way nicer. I think this was just Stick it is the perfect way to end season one. <laughs> season one. Oh, and I hope that you've enjoyed our podcasts, listening to them as much as we've had in sharing them with you. And I would like to thank Crystal for making this a really fun, joyful experience. So, oh, well, if you have anybody to thank, you should just look in the mirror because ah, okay. this has been a heck of a lot of fun. And I hope you guys are subscribing and joining us for season two. I'm going to attach the trailer to season two at the end of this episode. So you can learn more about where we're going in the future and what our next pivots might be. I think that's everything. So until next time, guys, enjoy. And thanks for listening. Sayonara. Arrivederci. Ciao. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. Only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about our upcoming masterminding opportunities on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. Hey, see you next week. Bye. Bye.